This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And of course, we're also brought to you by our own tailor-made two stealth giveaway. Uh, listen, it's a hey, all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash driver to enter today before the big drawing on April 8th. And we're also brought to you by Baseball Money is Fake, our baseball fantasy baseball podcast join blake and ryan three times a week to get all the player breakdowns and statistical data you need to dominate all right welcome back dgens it's the masters week baby let's go it's dfs we got our boy ryan baroff on and the god of golf himself steve Shermer. ryan i know you're pumped for this week man you ready yes sir masters it feels like it's been what nine months eight months since a major let's go man let's go I mean, the PGU Tour probably take exception to that because of the Players' Championship. They're always trying to make that uh, the, the fifth major. But, yes, it, it definitely feels like we talked about this last night, how uh, I have a little more excitement, I think, uh, you know, you know, more than I felt that, you know, so far this year because we got the live guys coming back. Uh, you know, we haven't seen them since, um, you know, the Open Championship with the, you know, the regular PGA Tour stars. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see uh, how it goes this week. So we talked a little bit last night about, you know, kind of what our expectations are for the live guys. Um, you know, but for DFS though, I mean, I, I think for outrights, I think the general consensus, they probably, these guys probably don't really have much of a shot, but for DFS though, um, you know, probably you're going to get a little bit of leverage on some of these guys. So I guess, uh, how do you feel about that? You know, are you going to see yourself probably using, um, you know, a few live guys, if, uh, the opportunity strikes? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be Brooks necessarily, you know, just because he's sort of getting the steam um here from the win but um yeah i mean there's a couple you know i mean i think we can start with dustin johnson just you know a guy who obviously plays this course very well and i think he's probably the most glaring underprice of all the live guys i think everyone came in about where i thought they'd be except he's you know six seven eight hundred dollars cheaper than i would have expected so he'd be the one that i'm looking at and then um i think mito you know i bet him last week he was close he was playing pretty well and just seems also like he's the one guy who's probably not going to be too highly owned and in a fairly uh, nice price range there with not a lot of good options around him. So, yeah. So, I mean, he's a debutant, right? He hasn't played here before. So I don't know. Like I love, I, I think DJ, especially, I think his outright number is fucking silly too. If you think about it, like 28 to one, fucking it's going to drift past 30. Yeah. I, it's, it'll be hard not to pull the trigger on that. But I mean, you poo-pooed the lineup. I, I sent you last night. I had two live players there. Uh, but we can get yeah. to those dumpster dives in a little bit. But they got good course history. Um, I, but sure. the problem is, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. I know Schwartzel's actually playing well on Live. Kevin Nye is not. Uh, but they certainly leave for flexibility uh, yeah. to be able to, you know, stuff two 10K, 10K guys in if you want. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, you can just see, like, overall what these guys have been doing on Live. Like, I mean, just like, you know, Mito, I agree. Mito's been playing very well, uh, not just on Live, but, uh, you know, the Saudi Air Nationally played very well. I think he played the Dunlop Phoenix Open back in December. It's just the yeah. issue of, you know, all these PGA Tour guys, you know, they play a lot of tougher golf courses, a little better competition. You know, these guys, I mean, you know, Dustin Johnson's played nine competitive rounds this year. You know, Cam Smith's played about 14 competitive rounds. So, you know, it's it's going to come down to basically, all right, is it a little bit of muscle memory coming back to Augusta, a place they know very well? Or is it going to be a little bit, you know, like, a, you know, get a bucket of cold water thrown on them? So, so we'll see. And speaking of uh, cold water, cold water uh, exactly. we had a lot of cold water, I think, in the forecast. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I went on a little uh, um, uh, a, uh, a little rant last night about the weather, how it impacts uh, 
uh, different things about Augusta National. And obviously, weather is a big factor with putting together a DFS lineup. So, I mean, right now, it seems like this is a giant mess as far as how things are going to go every single day between, you know, threat of thunderstorms. Saturday looks like a washout. Uh, do you have any initial uh, thoughts about the weather? Are you going to try maybe stack or at this point, just based on the threat of the thunderstorms, you're kind of just let caution to the wind and see what happens. You want to take that one capper? No, we're asking you, man. I had my thoughts already. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the first thing I'll say, right, is is I don't make any decisions this early in the week, right? Even if we had a forecast that was, you know, a little bit more predictable, I think, you know, uh, there's a lot of time that can go by. Yep. What I will say is when the weather gets bad here, uh, number one, I think it just adds more for the guys who hit it a long way, right? I'm going to uh, sort of bump distance a little bit more. Um, easier to hit fairways. The ball is going to stick on the greens, right? Probably going to be a lot more birdies like we saw when. Uh, Dustin Johnson won here. I think I'm also going to weigh on course experience a little more, not necessarily course history, but just the guys that have played this course a lot in a lot of different conditions. Um, Now, I don't have everything up in front of me now, but I think uh, back in 16 and 17 were really the last couple of years where it was wet and the weather wasn't good. Uh, We had win last year, obviously, but I'll look back at 16 and 17 a little bit. I think the only thing that I'll say there is, you know, there's a lot of guys who are just a lot better back then. Like, yeah, Rose and Jason Day were great back then. Well, like, yeah, they were like numbers one and two in the world back then. So you got to be careful there. But I think um, uh, guys who played this course a lot will have an advantage if it gets difficult. Do you see that video Rose released today? Uh, breaking down his greens book? I got through like 20 <laughs> seconds of it. And I was like, I'm not doing this. He's, he, he started. He started to aim point like on the video. On the video, like, that's what I was out, gonna say. Out, he's like, it's, yeah. it's three fingers. Oh, so I need to start at six feet out to the right. I'm like, dude, let's, I'm let's, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like Rose this week. I like Rose a lot this week. I think. I I'm think he's gonna catch some steam. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate him either. Um, but if he's gonna be, you know, 15 percent, I just feel like you know, there's a lot of other guys there who I like as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at initial ownership. It seems like uh, a lot, like especially I think everything above like eight thousand dollars or so, um, pretty spread out. Seems like any leverage plays you're going to do is under, uh, you know, eight thousand this week. So, uh, you know, so the first half of the show might just be about just kind of picking about who you you know who you like, and then you know maybe we'll go into a little bit of pivot plays, uh, you know, a little later in the show once we get a little cheaper pricing. So, uh, why don't we take our first break, and then uh, why don't we go right to the top and uh, break down the big three. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best Paul drafts uh, for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, we can also talk about like what we think, what we think, like, the most common construction is going to be right. I mean, is it going to, is it just going to go 10, nine and, or are you think people are going to try to jam two 10 K guys in? Like, I, I bet, I bet you it goes like Rory Spieth, and then pick your poison in the eights. And like, I bet you like under 7,400 probably doesn't get touched in a lot of fucking, in a lot of lineups, especially. Yeah. I don't think so. There's not any uh, really inexpensive free squares. Like, I mean, usually there's a guy at like 6,800, right. Who everybody flocks to. And I I think probably this week it's going to be Corey Connors, obviously, but he's in the mid seven. Like, yes, he's a free square, but um, yeah, like I don't think many lineups are going to drop below seven though. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. And just, it's so funny, man. Like last year, I think I learned my lesson, like just trying to get cute for the sake of fucking being cute and, and putting guys in and like the chalk hits here like constantly, like it always, yeah. it always does well here. Like you have to make different somewhere else, but like, don't not play Corey Connors just because he's high up because he's a top 10 machine. here. Like it's fucking insane. Like for he also reason, might've won last week. So yeah, he might've, he might've actually done that. Like it was funny. I was looking at, I looked at the the ownership projections and I was like, yeah. there's no way he's going to be this low. He's still sitting at like 15%. I was like, this guy's going to be 25% plus all day. No, yeah, I mean, in the big mega million maker stuff, uh, like the high stakes, he may push 45, honestly. Oof. Like, I would yeah. not be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about – so, all right, so, we'll, we'll, so for the high, high stakes stuff in the, in the, with the big three, mm-hmm. you think it's going to be spread out pretty even, or you think it's going gonna, it's gonna to go to one guy? Yeah, you know, and I think um, it normally follows the trends of, of sort of how they're playing. Like, not that that's the be-all, end-all, but – like you see these ebbs and flows with guys like right now, Rom is down a little bit, right? Just yep. he had, he had to withdraw from players didn't play so well last time out. So I think he's going to be the lowest probably, well, probably by a fairly significant margin. Yeah. Um, and I think again, the high stakes players tend to gravitate towards Rory. It's, it's just the way that they go. And he's $500 cheaper than Scotty Scheffler. Yep. So I'm going to say Rory one Scheffler two gap Rom three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So who do you like up here? Like, so if I you, like the, so not I like them all. I mean, I don't know what, I mean, there's really no holes you can poke in them other than, you know, for Scotty Scheffler, I think, um, you know, he's got the letdown factor after last year, he's got a lot more responsibilities this year with the champions dinner, a lot more fanfare. And, you know, historically the defending champions have not done very well here. Yep. So I think, you know, if I'm just nitpicking, he's going to be out there. My only bet so far is Rom, and I, you know, I think I'm going to stick with that. Um, I think we talked about this last time, but you know, I would be shocked if Rom ended his career with zero Masters, and I would not be shocked yeah. if Rory had zero Masters. So um, I'm leaning Rom a little bit over Rory right now. Yeah, Rory's terrifying to me, especially <laughs> watching. Like he just is. Like so, I like I don't like Rory. Like I, I only bet him when it's like a like a mm-hmm. slap me in the face scenario. Like I try to avoid him. Like he backdoors like. He, he's never really been in contention since what, like, what was like almost like 10 years. Like I know he get, he has like a couple top fives and things like that, but he's never really been in the mix. And it's tough to play armchair psychiatrist, but I mean, the pressure clearly gets to him. You can, you can see it uh, even at the, cha- at the open last year, like he was talking the night before about how much it would mean to him. And he went out and laid a complete fucking egg. And he let Cam Young fucking pass him on the, on, on the leaderboard. Um, but that driver, man, it was so scary at match play. Yep. So scary. I'm like, I, I think, uh, I don't know. And Rom, like you're right. Rom's Rom is getting, he's not, not getting talked about, but people are talking about him. Like, well, he's not getting talked about. And everybody's like, hey, I'm just going to go to Rory and Scotty. And yeah. so the only thing that concerns me about Rom is something that I picked up right before API is that his, his misses with his driver are left. And that's where you don't want to be here. And that's the only thing that scares me about him. Like, whatever. You got the stomach bug at TPC. He probably ate some, you know, bad tacos at Taco Lou down here. Um, and, oh, man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm with you. And I, I said offline why, like, I got deer in the headlights and didn't didn't bet it this morning while I was waiting for a certain piece of information to come out. But, <laughs> but like, everything, like, I was so dead set. I already knew what I was going to do. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to oh, rom. And I was like, I'll probably do Xander and maybe I'll take Rose at 75, like whatever. And, but now I'm just like, fuck, I have no idea what to do. 
Plus, I'm having like nightmares about Rory. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, so I, I think the only, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said here. It's really hard to pull holes in any of these guys. I mean, if anything, it's probably the fact that Rob hasn't been very good off the tee. Uh, he's had his struggles there. Uh, it seems like Scotty hit a little bit of his putter, kind of got a little shaky at batch. I guess that's another nitpick with him. Uh, obviously, the pressure with Rory. I, I guess my question is, um, Ryan, do you feel the pressure of having to include one of these big three in lineups? Or I, I guess, like, is there any... I guess world of possibility where you just fade this entire section and just try and go, you know, down below. I would say, I mean, look, and I'm, I'm going to exaggerate here a little bit because I, I don't feel like doing math, but these guys are making up like 40% of the win equity in this field, right? 40 to 50%. And I think, and yeah. I think that's accurate. You know, um, yeah. now the problem is right. If you pick wrong, your lineup is kind of shit at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only way that you can get away with it is like if the weather rolls in and it's just a shit storm and very random, then yeah, like you could see a more balanced, you know, Spieth, Homa, Cantley type lineup getting there. But um, I just, one of these guys, if not two or three of them, will be in the top six on Sunday. Like, yeah, like they're just going to be there. So I'll try and get the rest right, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's right. I mean, I feel like, it was a, it's a good way to couch it as far as like the weather goes. Like, listen, if yeah. the weather comes in and fucking screws it up, we got a Monday finish. We got guys who don't go off and it screws everything up. Then whatever, anything's in play. But if it if it plays even close to normal, yeah, how does it? How aren't at least two of these guys in the fucking top yeah. five and contending on, on on Sunday? Not only that, like just just DK points. You know what I mean? Like these guys yeah. fucking score. So you, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna need them. Okay. I mean, I, I think we kind of self-explain, you know, everything uh, up, up here. Why don't we go to the $9,000 range? And, uh, Ryan, I, I want to ask you a question because, I mean, obviously a lot of talent in this range, uh, yep. a lot of really good things about a lot of players. But, you know, I, I'm looking at my sheet here. I can probably pick, you know, one flaw at least to anybody. So is there any particular player here that you've identified just a flaw that just is, like, really, really concerning more so than maybe some other things you see in this range? Yeah, Patrick Cantley is gutless in majors. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think, again, I'm going to lean a little more on on experience, not just in majors, but also here. So I think, again, nitpicking, like guys like Cantley and Homa who just don't have the track record yet, I'm going to stay away from them uh, probably more than anything. Um, not necessarily golf-related, but, you know, it seems like Cam Smith may have been hurt a little bit. Um, he obviously has been playing that well. I guess, uh, Capper, you may have. That's uh, some more Cam Smith intel, but it just seems like he's not 100%. So um, I'm probably not going to end up there this week either. That's the rumor. The rumor is, is that he did something. And I mean, obviously, we can't even get injury updates on the PJ tour. Never mind the fucking live tour. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that, I mean, that's just the internet rumors. Who knows? Like, yep. and I'm not going to pretend like I fucking watched a shit ton of live to, to see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. The thing about, so let me ask you this about Homer, right? So I, I, I was on the same page. As you, as far as like avoiding him because of, yeah. he sucks here, um, but he's a different golfer now. And then, if I'm thinking it's shitty fucking weather, like he plays well in bad shitty weather, like so, it's like I'm arguing with myself on if I should play him because I mean, he, where where where's he at with ownership? I mean, he can't. He's he won't be. be I mean, he's gonna still be double digits, but he's not gonna be anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, I think like when I look at these guys, right, like all these guys are obviously very good. Um, 
I think for this course, and really for majors in general, you want somebody who's very well-rounded, which again, he's certainly becoming that. But I think, yep. you know, more Xander Schauffele than Max Homa here, right? Yeah. yeah. Like he just, he hits it a little bit further, a little bit straighter. I trust his short game a little bit more. Um, like, yes, Homa, you know, he's one and, and he makes a lot of putts, but if he's standing over an eight footer for par, I, I don't trust him the same way that I trust a lot of these other guys. No, that's fair. And I, I listen, I love Xander. Like I'm, I'm waiting for the number to drift a little more, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. like, yeah. like if I, if I, if it moves from 25 to 22 and I don't get the 28 that I'm hoping for, I don't give a shit. I'm sort of bad. Like yeah. I, I love Xander at match play. Mm-hmm. Look good. Like he yeah. looked like he looked like he had it and you know, Roy bested him on 18. He actually made a putt and yeah, but yeah, I love, I like Xander a lot this week. Do you think he's going to be, the, who do you think is going to be the end up being the highest known in, in the nine K other than speed speed doesn't count. He's, he's, he's clearly, I feel like nobody's going to talk about it and then it's going to be Colin Morikawa. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I feel like it should be Patrick Cantley, but I feel like it's going to be Colin Morikawa. Okay. So with the bad weather narrative, Steve, yep. we know that we, we avoid Morikawa in bad weather. What about what about JT? What is he? Is he is he the house cat or the fucking alley cat? Because he fucking <laughs> melted down that one year when he got rained on and completely made a mess of whatever fucking hole that was at the Masters. But he's been playing well in really shitty fucking weather. I don't know what to do with JT. Yeah, I mean, so I, I looked a little bit in the stats, uh, you know, today as far as what's been really going on with him. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about his iron game has been all that sharp. Where it hasn't really been sharp is with his mid to long iron. So, like, you know, the last couple of years or so, he's been one of the leaders in that category. Uh, from about 150 to 225, though, he's really struggling so far this year with that with that stat. I'm not really sure exactly why that's the case. You know, that's probably why the fact that, you know, we've seen JT have kind of swoons with his putter before. But, I mean, the fact that his longer irons aren't really firing so far this year. You know, I mean, that's kind of a death knell at this place, especially if it's going to play really long, it's going to be really cold. You know, the ball's not going to roll out yeah. very far. Um, you know, he's got still some distance off the tee, like even though it's not as far as what he used to hit, he's still the 11th farthest hitter and driving distance so far this year on PGC in this field. Um, you know, the fact that his long irons kind of haven't been firing, I mean, that's kind of concerning. But, you know, I mean, he hasn't had, I haven't heard his name at all. He really no. talked about, you know, today. Uh, I mean, I think his ownership right now is, Fairly high. I'm not even really sure if I believe that, you know, as far as just because it just seems like he's got no buzz. Like I, I like so far this year, he's really got that fourth place finish at Phoenix where, you know, he never really was in the mix. Right. Uh, he was in the mix of API and blew it on Sunday. So yep. I don't know. It's, it's, um, you know, I, I, I want to kind of buy it. I've been trying to rack my brain today as far as like, all right, where can I buy into a world of, you know, JT? And I mean, once I saw kind of the long iron numbers, haven't really been firing. I don't know. That kind of that kind of spooked me off a little bit. Yeah, I think it should. Um, so when I won my GPP here, it was in 2020 when he was on the team and it finished uh, and he finished fourth. Right? right, it was his best finish. It's when the course was again super soft. Right, scoring was low. I just like we're not going to see that this time around. Yeah. Um, I do think it helps that he has bones on the bag. Uh, they finished eighth last year. Um, certainly cannot overrate that course history. However, I also think that um, with the added length and the conditions, I think he's going to have to hit driver here more than he would probably like. Like when he, we see him play his best, he's hitting a lot of three woods off the tees and five woods and hybrids and things like sure. that. Um, he's going to have to hit a lot more drivers here. And I think that could be bad. And he's, he's putting terribly. 
Um, oh, that's the understatement. I don't know how you can how you can hide that. I mean, you have to scramble, you have to putt here, and uh, he's putting as bad as I've ever seen him putt. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only other question I have in this range for you, Ryan, is you know we mentioned Kyle Moore, how maybe he's going to be chalk. Yeah. I mean, there's some pretty red flags on him and his profile mm-hmm. this week, as far as what we're expecting about this golf course. You know, we're talking about how you got to be really long this week. Yeah, I mean, you always got to be really, you know, yeah. long hitters have a lot of fit, you know, uh, advantage at the Masters. He's by far the shortest in this range. I think he's only averaged about 293 off the box this year. Uh, the short game, while it's been improved, he's actually positive, you know, so far since January 1st, it's still not really where it needs to be as far as like a mm-hmm. guy who typically does well here. And you know, the putting has kind of got bad again. So I guess is the fact that he's so elite with his long irons, is that maybe enough to overcome, you know, some of these issues, or do you think maybe in this particular masters where, you know, the last couple of years didn't get as much rainfall or, you know, he, you know, with the rollout of the fairways, you know, that kind of suited to his skill sets. Do you think maybe this type of setup might get him this year? I do. Yeah. And again, if, if he's going to be popular, I, I think it's a very easy stay away. Cause yeah, again, and I mean, we're just guessing on this forecast, but if it is soft and if it's raining, um, I definitely don't think it's going to be the right course setup for him. I would agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, why don't we take another break yeah. and then uh, why don't we break down uh, the rest of the tiers? All right. Well, listen now. Like, like I said off the jump, man. Listen, we're giving away a tailor-made stealth too. Uh, the contest is completely free to enter, and you have a chance to win in a great goddamn driver. The drawing will take place on Sunday, April eighth. So make sure to get in by going to sportsgamingpodcast.com/slash/driver. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com/slash/driver. Okay. All right. Let's go down the eight thousand dollar range. Uh, real quick, speed. Yes or no? Sorry, I just I, I I want I need I need his opinion on it. Like like is he a free square? I mean in he a vacuum. In, in a vacuum, yes. But um, I think like you said, if the chalk starts going to be Rory Spieth, yeah. right? And I'm probably going to play Rory or Rom, then I'm just not going to be able to not play Spieth. No? Okay, all right, like it. All right, all right. eight thousand dollar range. So um, you know we already talked a little bit about Dustin Johnson. Uh, I guess where do you else do you, where, where else do you think some of the chalk is going to be? down in this rage jason day yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i have no idea but i i feel like day and finau have to be popular yeah, um absolutely. i'm i'm also waiting on on that finau number to drift and i'm starting to get the feeling like it's not drifting yeah <laughs> i, I think it's going the other some, way i did see some people bet the 22s today um Ooh. and i was hoping we'd get a three so um and then you had matsuyama play well last week burns yep. just won got the zalatoris record cam young was good so like I think it's going to be fairly spread here um, in terms of guys that, that are not going to be owned. Um, I don't think Fitz is going to be owned at all. Um, no, no. Even though it's a great price. And honestly, I, I, I don't think Dustin Johnson is going to be owned relative to where he should be. Like if mm-hmm. I told you that he was 8,800 <laughs> at the masters, right. I mean, when he was 9,401, he was 40% owned that week. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like he yeah. should be 25% on this week, but he's not going to be half of that. So, yeah, no. I mean, that's a great point considering, I mean, Xander's at 9,000 bucks. You have Finau at 89, Jason at 87. So yeah, he's kind of yeah. sandwiched between a lot of really popular names where, you know, maybe some people haven't been really paying attention to what's been going on with Liv. They're like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to break the tides, play the guys I, you know, I've have seen versus the guy that's been playing basically uh, in a cow pasture for the last uh, two months or so. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I think of Finau and Day. Um, I, I think, hmm, I think I prefer Finau just because of how good the iron numbers are. I'm a little concerned 
about how his around the green game has kind of been slipping a little bit over the last few terms. Like that was really rock solid for a while. And I, you know, up until about like maybe about a month ago, I was like, all right, I'm just going to automatically bet Finau. And ever since I kind of saw that around the green game kind of like slip a little bit, I'm like, ah, you know, do I really want to go there? I think I'm going to make an excuse for him that maybe because he went to Florida and a little bit on you know, <laughs> Bermuda, maybe that wasn't quite as good for him. Yeah. So maybe get him on the rye overseed. Um, maybe he'll do a little better. I mean, you know, he won at Memorial Park. They had a lot of tight lies around the green, and I know he's can chip very well here. So uh, I guess of the chalky options, I think uh, I think I like Finau definitely the best uh, of these guys. Uh, yeah, I like Finau better than Day, but like I'm never a Day guy, and I hate all the steam. I hate all these assholes on yeah. Twitter who got him at like 120 to one, and they're like touting this fucking ticket. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I hope you lose. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> it, uh, it'll it'll look good on a fridge one day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So closing line value, buddy. That's yeah, man, gotta get that fucking CLV for golf outrights. Yep. They they've game. already won the tournament based on oh, that. Yes. Fucking worse. So. Um. This like I'm 100% out on Willsey. His swing change is clearly fucking with him, and I, I can't stand watching him putt anyway. I know he can putt well here, but it's not worth the stress of my life. I got enough of it. I don't need to fucking have a Willsey ticket while he's injured, going through a swing change, yeah. and he has that insane uh, putting stroke. Burns hasn't got talked about at all. I just don't know if I can get there. He's like he's the leverage spot, right? Like, would you agree? He's probably the leverage spot here. I mean, yeah, Burns and Phipps will probably be the two lowest zoned. I mean, if there's two things that you need here, you have to keep the ball in play and you have to be really good with your irons. No. And he's been bad at both. Like, even at the match play, like, it was a lot of putting, you know, as it sometimes is. And uh, yeah, I I just, I don't have any interest in Burns at this price. Okay. Um, So, I mean, Scotty missed the first. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, Scotty missed a four-foot bunny to, for Burns to even be able to, yep. to to take it there. Like Scotty should have buried that thing was literally four feet away, and he missed it. Well, thank you, Scotty, for not hitting that. Yeah, I know you cashed it. Congratulations, go okay. fuck. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so, a guy I'm actually really interested in this week uh, is Cam Young, just because of how you know I, I've seen him before on a golf course. They got a lot of rain, a lot of cold temperatures, and he finished very well. That was a TPC Potomac last year. You know, it kind of turned into a bomber's paradise at that point. So, I mean, didn't have a good showing last year, the Masters, but, uh, you know, good showing at Southern Hills, tight lies around the green. There's a lot of Augusta National Comps there. Obviously, good showing at St. Andrews. There's a good crossover between guys as well as Augusta, guys as well as St. Andrews. And the fact he's so long this week, and if it really is a waterlogged golf course, uh-huh. um, I mean, is that going to have an advantage? So, uh, I mean, do you have any concerns at all about the fact that, like, kind of like with Kyle Morikawa, struggling a little bit around the green? You know, the putter has been really balky. Or do you think the fact that just he possesses such an ace in the hole with his distance, you know, do you think that's going to be enough for really like a really another good, like strong major finish? It's tough because, you know, the last thing that you remember is how many birdies he just made at match play, you know, (laughs) Um, but completely different golf course, completely different format. Um, I was impressed at how well he played, you know, at the open championship last year in a, a type of golf course and format that I, I, wouldn't have necessarily thought he played well at. Correct. I do have some concerns here, though. I just think he doesn't have the experience. Um, doesn't strike me as a playing well in 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 the southeast type of guy. Um, you know, he's kind of popped up all over the place, but I don't know what's his best finish in Florida or oh. in the southeast in general. I feel well, he like, finished. I, th- I think top ten at Bay Hill. Uh, yeah, he was twenty third at the CJ Cup. I just it just okay. doesn't quite feel right, and. Um, 
Now, again, I could be wrong on the ownership. I feel like he is going to be popular um, yeah. Yeah. more than like Victor Hovland here, more than uh, Will Zalatoris, probably more than Hideki as well. So I definitely have no problem fading him if the ownership gets up there. So speaking of Vic, uh, you posted a, a funny Twitter. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, after he came out today and said he was at a practice round and, and everything is working really well around mm. the green. I don't believe him either, but he does score well for DraftKings purposes. And he, he I mean, he's, I mean, he's almost a lock to out, outscore out his finishing position, right? Like, he, I think he's got a couple top twenties here, uh, but he scores, he scores in bunches. He's just, I mean, I don't know for, for D, I'd like a much better in DK than an outright back. Sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I think he should be focused more on trying to hit more greens and not really work on his short game. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that would that would be good. That was... he's a good he's a good putter and he, and and like he should he should putt well here too. Yeah, I think he's a fine putter, but again, like he could definitely get in some trouble. And I mean, you miss some spots here, and for him, it's an auto bogey, yeah. and you can turn some into doubles, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, like yeah, he's played okay here, but what's his best finish is twenty first in three attempts. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I was know. as an amateur t- as well. It was that. Yeah, I just like I think he'll do better than that maybe. But if he finishes 18th, right? I yeah. don't need him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. I'm I'm still scarred for seeing him uh, on the practice screen or practice bunker <laughs> last year with my dad. I'm just like, who the hell is this mm-hmm. bum? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think at that moment I said I am never betting another guy who can't who doesn't have a short game at this place. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw the deep blue numbers on his uh, around the green, I'm like, you know what? I'll let somebody have him. Exactly. So, all right. So seven thousand dollar range. Now we're getting to you know a territory where make a break. Yep. It. Make or break. You got chalk. You got contrarian. You got uh, some live guys down here. So I guess why don't we just start you know right at the top here. You know. So besides Corey Connors, um, <laughs> where's the where's the chalk down here? Um, that is yeah. All right. So let me pull up kind of the names that it, I had had started here. It, but it looks like it looks like Rose is mm-hmm. Rose is the second highest owned right now outside of Corey Connors. Yeah, that would yeah, that would not surprise me. So yeah, I mean, I think uh, both of them are going to be by far the highest. Um, I think Fleetwood is still going to garner yep. some ownership. Absolutely, um, especially bad weather. You, yeah, you get the bad weather. I think Hatton will surprisingly be uh, be underowned just because of of you know one short video of him saying he hates this golf course. Um, Listen, as somebody who bets Hatton constantly, <laughs> okay, and has lost a shit ton of money on Hatton and loves Hatton, I do, yeah. I love him. He is not. He lost a fucking head to head matchup against Billy Horschel on no. Friday last year because he didn't give a fuck and he wanted to get out of there because the golf course was unfair. I would no, never happen for me here. Never. No, but I think, look, if I told you three weeks ago that he was going to be under 8K at the Masters and not very popular, uh, you would have thought I was crazy, right? Everyone was rushing to bet him at like 12 to 1 at uh, Valero. Well, those, well, those people were stupid. Yeah. They were stupid. Um, <laughs> the only other one here, I'm, I'm, so I guess we could talk about Brooks a little bit. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't think he's going to be as as popular as maybe our you know, our little bubble, bubble things. Yeah. Um, if he's what, 7%, maybe that feels about right. Yep. I'm very interested in the ownership on Min Woo Lee, right? This is, Oh, hell yeah. Guy, let's go. Right. Let's Everybody go. has kind of, I've been, I'm watching this guy for half a decade now, but like everyone is now on, he finished 14th here last year and yep. probably should have been better. Um, 
they on the weekend. Thursday, right? Yeah, and and the final round, he shot six under on the front, and then court, and they sort of sputtered out after that. But um, you know, I think it's a good, fair price for him. He's not cheap by any means, and there's nope. a lot of really good names around him. But I mean, how good has he been playing? Oh, dude, I fucking I love Minbu. I was actually surprised how high his ownership was. I thought, like, I, yeah. like just looking today. I mean, he's, he's 12. I was like, God damn it, man. I thought we'd get him at under 10. He won't be like, 12. I yeah. No, you think he's going to come down? Yeah. Okay. Because he's, I mean, he's right underneath Connors. Brooks will get the bump. Lazy uh, people who don't watch golf anymore will come in and play it. We'll click on uh, Adam Scott and Bryce. <laughs> and Bryce. I mean, they're going to click on Tiger Woods. Oh, the yeah. click on Tiger Woods. Exactly. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. I didn't uh, even think about that. I, I might <laughs> click on Tiger Woods. <laughs> no. Are you really going to play Tiger? I mean... He was so good at Riv, looked good, played well on a course that he sucks at. I mean, and if the conditions are tough here and yeah. you don't need to make 25 birdies, absolutely I will play him, you know? And he was long as fuck. What happened? He's definitely on roids, right? Like, what is happening? Well, all of a sudden, he's he out driving big. these guys. He looks big and fit. Look, if the winning score this week is going to be like eight under or nine under, yeah, like, yeah, Tiger can finish eighth. 10th very very easily this week i hate you so much why would you we're in i and i'm gonna see how i feel after this but i may bet him you know (laughs) stop it stop it we can get places now or top 10 i was talking i was talking to uh our producer uh what day is today is today tuesday yeah today's tuesday all right so yesterday i was talking to my producer yesterday he was like he's like i'm gonna start Taking my uh, tiger to to make the cut best. I was like, dude, he's making the cut. I was like, don't take action from your friends on that. You're going to owe them money. He's 100%, 100% making, making the cut. Yeah. yeah, 100% making the cut. Yeah. So you, you would actually consider betting him outright? With with places, right? Or if you would rather bet a top 10 or top something five. on him, right? Okay. Like, he's so on uh, Bet Rivers, if, if you can get action there, you can get him at 70, and they're giving seven places. So you can get paid okay. on a top seven. Like, can Tiger Woods okay. finish seventh here? Yeah. I think yeah. he can. You know? Okay. All right. Yeah, or even, like, I bet you can probably get over two to one on, like, a top 20 for him. Yeah, so, and, and mean, most of these sites boost his made cut this week, yeah. too. You could probably get him, like, even money or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I saw that actually was interesting? If we're talking about Tiger Woods props. So, yeah. I saw what, what's going to happen first if he's making a bogey or a birdie. And Thursday looks like it's going to be pretty benign, squirtish, and really warm, too. So the fact that if he just survived getting a par on number one and then get the birdie on number two there, I can get, like, oh. plus 130 on that. I don't hate that That's something all. you might be hearing about tomorrow on our well, uh, Tiger loves making bogey on the first hole, though. It's, I know I know he does. He's got, I know he does. he does. He's just got to survive that first hole, though. Yeah. So, so we'll see. So that is fucking... God damn it, Ryan. Do it. Fine. Join now. I got to fuck it. I know. I will. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, like a top we... 10 bet or something. <laughs> All yeah. right. Why don't we shift back to DFS here? So I guess what are some, uh, maybe some uh, lower owned projected guys that uh, mm-hmm. kind of pique your interest this week? Um, yeah. Well, so I think we can go to the live guys now, right? They're yeah, all sort definitely. of uh, bunched in here. Like all of them. Same okay, except for Bryson. Like, I would not play Bryson, but I mean, no. Amster, uh, he's been okay. You know, one in Saudi, hasn't really been that good since, but obviously played really well here in 2020 when uh, DJ won. Uh, Louis always plays well here. Uh, Patrick Reed's been sneaky good. I think, again, yeah. for Reed, it's going to depend on on course conditions. You know, It depends on what just Justine lets him do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if the course is soft and things like that, like probably no Patrick Reed for me. Um, I love Mito again. 
And I think they're all going to be low-owned because who's right below them? It's Kirk, Mitchell, and Kitayama. Uh, Do you think Kitayama's going to get ownership? I mean, more than the live guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not as much as – I would say Mitchell, I would assume, is the highest-owned one there, and then probably Kirk right after him. So, Okay, because I was looking forward to hopefully playing a lower-owned Kitayama, especially if it's going to be bad weather. I think, Yeah, I mean, he's going to be lower than Mitchell and Kirk. Okay. okay. Yeah. He plays well in the wind, too. Both of his wins over in Europe were uh, sort of coastal uh, seaside courses, very, very windy. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bay Hill was super windy and tough when he won there. So yeah. uh, I could get behind some Kitayama here. Yeah, okay. I think I think if I'm like what I'm kind of targeting down here is guys with some length, guys have been hitting in the longer irons pretty well, guys can kind of scramble. And like, I mean, mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell definitely can do that. His proximity numbers and scoring numbers from 152 to 25 look pretty good this year. Same thing with Kitayama. Both of these guys are in the positive with around the green. So, yep. uh, I mean, I, that that's kind of like, I, I, I'm definitely breaking ties between guys who just are bunters out there yep. and guys who just get it out there. So, uh, I mean, even it's, it's too bad to draw a little bit of ownership, but I, you know, Keith Mitchell and Kitayama are definitely two guys um, I like. And you know what? I, I don't really mind Reed either. Um, yeah. You know, with some of the rain, it is going to be a little, you know, windy over the weekend, too. If this is a situation where guys are missing a lot of greens, I just, I mean, I trust them just getting up and down everywhere. I watch a lot. I, uh, you know, suffer through watching live last week just because <laughs> I wanted a little bit of a scouting report. He looked pretty good. He got up and down from some pretty gnarly places around uh, uh, some of the really uh, um, poor turf conditions yeah. <laughs> at that place. So I think he's ready. And, like, I guess if you want to just play, like, narrative street, I mean, I can see him just being kind of pissed off about what's been going on and, you know, sure. good finish here. So what do we, what do we think of Taylor Moore? I mean, debutantes, I don't know. I always I know. kind of stay away from nervous. them. I know. I know. Uh, and we play a lot of Taylor. I'm sure you guys do too, but you know, yeah. we play a lot of Taylor Moore. Um, yeah. He's just super inconsistent. So I know. I know. he's on my year long fantasy team. There you go. <laughs> I, I think, that, I think that's the right <laughs> format for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. To the top, well, that's not. That's a betting show. Never mind. I'll I'll skip the question. Uh, All right, maybe maybe um, last guy. You got you got Tom Kim down here, seventy seven hundred bucks. Everybody loved him, and now everybody hates him. It seems like. I mean, yeah. uh, can he do a Zach Johnson impersonation of just bunting his way around uh, Augusta National for a good finish, or do you think even now it's just it's it's way too long for? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think guy. so. I mean, he he obviously hasn't been great, but it's not like he's been bad, right? Yeah. Uh, he's taken a little step back from you know winning every other event last year, like he was doing. Um, I still believe in him sort of long-term. I think the harder course conditions would help him, even if it's soft. I just think, you know, he's not going to go out there and make 25 birdies this week at all. Um, and the added length on, on both of the the back nine par fives, I think will help him because it will kind of force him to lay up and it's going to force others to lay up as well. And, um, I don't think distance will be quite as important this week. So is he going to win? No. Is he going to top 10? Probably not, but, um, I could see him, you know, Probably easily making the top twenty. Did you see his? Uh, did you see the the skipping video today, mm-hmm. where he completely, yeah. completely missed the assignment and uh, shot it at the <laughs> green instead of skipping it across the water? <laughs> yes, they all kind of sucked in that one. Yeah, it was not great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I, I think we did a pretty good job with the seven thousand dollars. While we move into uh, the sixes, where uh, you know, good luck going down here. But Listen, there's, I, there's a couple of names that I think. There's I, I lots of goodness definitely good plays down here. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of goodness. All right. So I guess while we start right at the you know, right top with, the, I think, the question that everybody wants to you know answer from Ryan here, 
Uh, Ryan Fox or Adrian Moronk? Uh, which one are you picking out of those two? I thought you were going to throw Gary Woodland. I'm no, no, that's later. About Gary that's Woodland. later, and we we know you're going to no. bet him. And um, we get we know. Yeah, I mean, of those two, I guess um, I just trust Fox a little bit more. Um, yeah. You know, uh, they both hit the ball a country mile. Uh, Moronk is a slightly better putter, but neither of them are very good. Fox is a much better uh, long iron player and really just irons in general. So I think, you know, I would just trust him more. Um, I don't love them. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough range. I I still want to play Bubba. I probably oh won't. Uh, he's been He's been terrible. <laughs> Right. But he loves this golf course. He hits it far. Um, you know, I could see him just hanging around a little bit this week, but uh, probably not going to get there. But the one that I really, really like, and I'm, I'm probably going to play quite a bit of this week is Danny Willett. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the entire narrative around him this year would be very different if Max Homa didn't steal his soul in the very first event <laughs> of the year. Yes, but I mean, sir. he's been solid all year, yeah. both in Europe and here should have won that event, right? Still a second, still a very good finish, obviously. Yeah. And been making a lot of cuts, you know, been around the top 25 or 30 and really, really likes this golf course. Obviously yeah. one here, um, speed should have won that year, but he played really well here last year. He led for a couple rounds. He was up near the lead. So uh, for 6,600, like, yeah, I like Danny Wilt quite a bit here. Yeah, there's a lot to like about Danny Wilt this week. The iron play has been really good. He's excellent around the green. The putter's been working for him. So, yeah, I mean, he doesn't hold a lot of length, but, um, you know, the fact that, you know, if he does miss a green, he can get up and down from here. Uh, that's one of the guys that definitely started out here, uh, Danny Willett, uh, yep. 6,600 bucks. I, I like that a lot. So, I like Danny, too, and, and I texted you about him last night. So, you don't like Schwartzel at all? Who likes Schwartzel? I like Schwartzel. Why don't you like Schwartzel? He fucking top 10 here. He's uh, playing good on live. He has a great course. No, he's, he's not anymore. He's old and terrible. I don't know. Yeah, I got him. He He lost 10 strokes at, at uh, Tucson. He lost three at Mayakoba. Lost two and a half at Oman. Yeah, he's not playing. Oman, I've been to Oman. It's impressively hot. Nobody can fucking golf there. It's miserable. Yeah, I like, so I want to catch guys who are like, on on the up and up, like a guy like Kitayama, right? Who yeah. was nowhere near this level last year. He's nowhere close. Yeah. Sort of. So I kind of feel the same way about Adam Svensson. Um, okay. He's just a much better golfer than he's ever been. And he's got the skill set where he hits so many fairways and so many iron shots close to the hole, just like you see with Corey Connors here. Like he's also not a great putter, but if but you're he's just a debutant too, isn't he? Yeah, but if you're hitting every iron close and hitting most of your fairways, like I could see Svensson being the guy who's like, oh, Adam Svensson's in fourth going into Sunday. That's weird. Like I could, <laughs> okay. I could completely see that. Um, All right. And then um, I'm going to steal one here. Uh, I think you're going to start to hear a lot about Gordon Sargent this week. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I already started hearing. So <laughs> all the odds came out. Uh, I think DraftKings had his top 20 at like 16 to one. I missed that one. I, I got a 10 on it, but uh, data golf put their stuff out and, and, and had him at like five. <laughs> so <laughs> all of the numbers plummeted. So he is by far the best amateur right now, uh, not just in this field, but in the country, he's got a handful of wins this year, um, hits the ball a country mile. He won the NCAs last year as a freshman at uh, Vanderbilt. Um, he has played this golf course before. So I found that interesting. Um, and I can, still uh, get a, I can still get a 16 right now. Do it. Where is that? I'm doing it right now. A local on the top 20. 
Yeah, top 20, 16 to 1. Uh, yeah, yep. take take Doing that. He's, <laughs> so a, a lot of sites have him down to five or five fifty now. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, put yeah, put he is very very good. Um, so Wait, yes, facing... and he is sixty one hundred, which pretty much allows you to do whatever you want. Like if you want to jam Rory plus Scotty, you can, or yeah. if you want to do like a you know Scotty and still get like Finau and Xander, like you can get all three of them if you're playing somebody down here. So. Okay. All uh, right. I think there's only other one. So, all right. So, wait. Wait. I got to ask him about Woodland. I know he wants to talk about Woodland. Let, let him talk about Woodland for two minutes, right. and then we'll all make fun of him on Friday. When <laughs> I am I am off. I am off Woodland this week. Um, obviously, you know, there's no issue with the ball striking. As we know, one of the best ball strikers in this field. But he's played this golf course enough times and enough times poorly that I really don't need to see any more than that. Okay. okay. Look at you. Uh, Save him for for LACC. I've got a 150 on him there, and uh, <laughs> yes, that'll be better. Well, I was right. just about I was I was about to say I was proud for your restraint, and then you tell yes. me you already have a future. <laughs> All right, let, let's close out the show with with or the DFS section with a bang. Uh, Taylor Gooch. Let's talk about him for a second. So look, like yeah. it's kind of hard to figure out what these lib guys have been doing because there's stats over there. I mean, the results have been kind of solid, not really spectacular, but he's just kind of been hanging around. And when we last got data on him, I mean, he was a good iron player, good around the green, you know, fairly good putter, good putter on bent, and a good finish on, uh, you know, at the Masters last year. You know, um, you know, is that a guy maybe you could be seeing uh, using this week? I just hate Taylor Gooch. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just, but yes, he is. He is very, very fairly priced for who he is. Um, and what did he finish? I think I was he 15th or 14th. 16th. Last year? Yeah. 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 Okay. Like that, yeah. So yeah. And like, if he's around the top 20 again, I would not be surprised at all. Um, I just, I, I think there's more upside with some other guys down here. What about, all right, we're not closing out. We need to ask about scam champ, scam champ, baby. Oh, God. I, I forgot that he was in the field cause he keeps top 12 in this event somehow. Yeah, It's insane. Um, that was, man, that was the worst sweat of my life with that guy, man. He made, <laughs> he made a triple. On four, the par three. Yep. And then made a quad on 12, both on yep. Sunday. Yep. Yeah, nice Sunday he had. Yeah, nice uh, Sunday. But he also made like eight birdies. But Champ has been so bad. I mean, I think we've seen like one or two decent iron rounds out of him, but like no full event. So uh, I think I think it ends for him this year. Yeah. Uh, so, so said I've been using, I, I like to combine an approach and around the green, uh, yeah. you know, metrics just to see how they're doing. Uh, he's by far the worst in the field, losing 1.3 strokes per round hmm. uh, combined around the green and with the irons. That and, sounds uh, about that, right. Yeah, yeah. That's usually not a recipe for success. Listen, natural, he was, but hey, he was yeah, just here. as bad coming in last year. I can get five to one for a fucking top 20 and I'm a hundred percent betting it. Put okay. no, put more of that on Gordon Sargent, please. <laughs> Listen, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because last year I did this. I talked myself out of it in DFS. Like I split. I can't remember what other bum I chose. So like, there's no way Cam Chip blows. I don't care what his course record is here or like history is. I ended up splitting it. That other asshole missed the fucking cut and ruined my lineups. Yeah. And the lineups that I have with Champ, if I had just stuck with my guns and stuck all Scam Champ in there, like I would have had a fucking like really good DFS weekend. But no, I was a pussy. Yep. And I fucking I diversified. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right ryan well uh i mean we close out the dfs portion of the show uh so have you been anybody outright this week yes john rom 10 to 1 that's it so far okay, um i you look who are you looking for uh, so i was looking for v for Finau and xander uh 
So hopefully we do get some. I think Xander might drift a little bit. Xander's definitely drifting. It sounds like Finau is not going to. Um, and so, yeah, I might just bet Tiger. Honestly, uh, <laughs> it's fun. I'll take some places with it. I if I bet him, I don't have to play him in DFS, and I would you know well, prefer not to. Fair. So yeah, that's fair. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to yeah. join you on the outright, but I might. I might do a top. I might do a top ten. Yeah, you sold, you you sold me a little bit on it. Yeah, do something to root for Tiger, you know? I mean, it's always good to have something like that. In your he just shot 67 at, at Riv, a course that he sucks at. Like, that's yeah. something. Yeah, yeah that's and you true. know what? Like Riviera is, is not an easy walk either. Nope. So, I mean, like, I, I, I watched Tiger last year. I was at the Masters. Like, he just looked gassed at the end of it. But the fact that he actually was able to get through four rounds of Riv looked relatively fresh coming out of it. Like... You know, that leg must be feeling a lot better than last year. So I'm not worried about him walking up and down the hills of Augusta National here. He so probably I, has a press conference tomorrow, right? I would imagine. I probably I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine his day is tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll get some more information there tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, Ryan, thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, why don't you tell us where uh, we can find you? Uh, yeah, all over the place. Been doing a lot of pods of late. Um, find me at rbearoff427 on Twitter. DMs are always open. And uh, let's have a week, boys. Are you ever going back on Wiley's fucking thing? With his yeah, random, he's, with his he's just doing his thing right now. We uh, we have a group chat, so we basically do yeah. a pod all day long, all yeah, together <laughs> for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll share it with the fucking people, man. Wiley solos are funny, but I liked it better when you three guys were on it. Yeah, no, no, we will do it again soon for sure. All right, all right fair enough, fair enough. All right, Steve, you got anything else, buddy? No, that's it. Uh, we got Pamela Maldonado of Yahoo Sports coming on tomorrow, so. We'll close out Masters Week with our betting cards. Let's go. Yeah. Other than that, you guys know where to find me on Twitter at Boston underscore cap or find Steve in the Discord. The, we're giving away a stealth driver, you lazy shits. Go, just go do whatever it is you need to do. It's free. You got to click like three buttons and upload something. It's a fucking stealth driver. Stop <laughs> being lazy. Stop being bad humans. We do this shit for free all the time. Stop being bad humans. Go do what we ask and go. That's it. Let's go, Masters yeah. Week. Let's go. Let's go.